Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Everyone and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host Juliet Lamar, and joining us today is Bobby Kinsley. He is the co-founder and EVP of innovation for Priatech. Welcome, Bobby. Thank you for having me. Excited to be on with you. Absolutely, and Priatech is such an interesting company. So, why don't you dive in and give us um, some insight into what the company is and how it got started? So um, Priatech is actually an acronym for Prize Advertising Technology, and we have patented and trademarked uh, something called ISBase Digital Promotion. And we have an interactive kiosk. It resides in retail locations, and it houses hundreds of prize promotions that consumers get a chance to walk up to, engage with for free, and walk away with their uh, with their favorite products and prizes and soon-to-be tokens. So it's a very simple concept, but just resonates extremely well with the industry with where it's going. But uh, a little bit of the background of how we actually got to this point. So my partner, Malin Barbacar, he uh, actually back in the late 90s founded uh, one of the third largest coin-op company in the United States, Global Bihar. So he was really an early pioneer in esports and actually was a pioneer in taking games that you typically see in like a home environment, you know, like the Tiger Woods PC Tour, Mad Football, and porting them into retail kiosks or retail cabinets. And, um, you know, they manufactured and distributed 25,000 kiosks worldwide, um, primarily in sports bars. Um, but where the light bulb came off for the introduction to our product now is he actually had a golf game called Tiger Woods PGA Tour, and they put the golf game online, and they actually gave out a million dollars a year to play video golf tournaments. So um, <laughs> over the course of three years, they gave out three million bucks, and the kiosk generated $100 million. And, um, you know, they were blown away, obviously, by, you know, seeing the kiosk generate so much revenue. But the more fascinating part of that was they actually signed up 500,000 people pre-Facebook. So, so literally, people, you know, they'd have to give their social security number because people were winning and they, were, they had to be taxed. Uh, but they'd go through this registration process, 500,000 people signed up. And those 500,000 people would migrate out to sports bars at a push of a button. So literally, uh, you know, Malin and his team, they would just change the weather conditions in the golf game, and people would get online on blogs. They'd say it's the day to play video golf at Pebble Beach, and 500,000 people would visit these, uh, you know, these retail locations. When they would go out and visit the locations, they were like, oh, thank you so much. We had 20 people here last night. They were drinking beer. They were eating food. Uh, and they were just fascinated about the ability to use gamification to drive people to retail. And that's really where the light bulb went off. And they said, oh, my goodness, this is, a, this is an incredible concept. It's so much bigger than just sports bars. What about in the middle of a mall? What about in a hotel? What about any you know, big box retail? And you know, that was really the stepping stone to Priatech and the product that we have today. That's incredible. You know, and it's, it's, it's a testament to you know, how one good idea can really change a landscape drastically. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's simple. Right. You know, a lot of I think the best concepts in the companies are, are, are just simple ideas. Right. You know, when you look at the state of media and advertising today, you know, the buzzwords are, you know, gamification, voluntary engagement, uh, experiential marketing. Right. These are 
these are um, what every ad agency and brand in the country, even internationally, they're all looking to figure out how to form a connection, right? I mean, a meaningful connection with the consumer. And so um, that's the beauty of our platform that, you know, we've aggregated all of these different tools together in one simple, you know, easy form for the consumer to understand. They don't feel like they're being marketed to. They don't feel like they're being advertised to. They actually have an ability to, you know, connect with the brands and products that they love. And they always walk away a winner. Uh, I, I definitely know that I like to be in, engaged in what I'm doing and what, what I'm involved in. It, it, makes, it just makes it feel, it feels more like a community that way. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's uh, everything in the world today is, is really moving towards, you know, that engagement metric, right? So, you know, um, the, the concept really, like if you look at malls and airports today, right, the digital signage, the ads that we see, they're extremely expensive for advertisers, typically, you know, four to $15,000 a month on average, you know, per mall, right? We're, we're getting ready to launch in New York in a few months. Um, it's the media capital of the world. There's malls that charge twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 a month for digital signage. And it's a static ad, right? You, you can't measure it. So what we do is we actually have a completely different value proposition. We go to the brands and the agencies and advertisers that we're working with, and we actually tell them, hey, if you're willing to give out a prize, we'll give you the display ad for free. So picture this, you know, giant kiosk with seven and a half foot tall in the middle of a mall, and every um, ad that's rotating is actually a prize ad. It's something that you can win. Right, so we don't just run static ads on on the screen. It's actually something that you can engage with, and so um, we'll give them that display ad for free as long as they give out a prize. Which you know, obviously, they want to do prize promotion, so that's a really easy conversation. And then we're only going to charge them when you know, Juliet, you walk up to the kiosk and actually register to win their prize or their product, which proves that you are actually interested in the first place. And we call that a price per engagement, which is very similar to a Google Click but uh, much more meaningful because we're actually figuring out how you feel for that brand. And so you would walk up to the kiosk. Uh, let's say you chose uh, Nike sneakers for an example. Um, first thing we'd ask you to do is register. You sign in. You give us your mobile, your email. We know who you are. Um, then we're going to ask a survey question on behalf of the brand, very uh, non-offensive, preference-based. So I might say, what kind of sneakers do you want to win? You choose running shoes. Uh, we you know, found out two things about you in 10 seconds, right? So obviously that gets very powerful over time um, for the different brands and partners that we work with. Um, then we weave in a game. That's a, you know, a huge part of this, right? That's the experiential marketing piece. So we've licensed uh, titles from you know, Sony, Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, Fremantle for Price is Right, Family Feud. Uh, consumers are you know, playing a seven-and-a-half-foot screen. They're having a blast. People are watching them. It pulls a crowd. And then at the end of the game, you always win. So if you don't win the grand prize, you're winning a discount off of that product, or you're winning the end-to-end token, a combination of both. And, you know, because in a mall environment, you're actually at the retail location and you have an incentive in your hand, the chances of you actually making a purchase dramatically increase. Uh, in testing last year, we showed 30 to 50% offer redemption at retail, which is just unbelievable metrics. I mean, nobody does that. And it really boils down to you can play for anything that you weren't interested in in the first place. So, you know, on your theme that you said, it's, it's that connection, it's that engagement on things that you're actually interested in. That's so true because I'll get promotions for things or, you know, something in my email I send up for me, like rewards programs where I'm like a, a member of like a club for, for a store. If I'm not physically at the store, I'm not going to use that coupon or that thing. 
you know, that is such so much more of a step for me to take. If I get something in the mail or I get something in my email, like, okay, now I have to make a special trip to this location to use this thing. And they almost always have an expiration date. And it's it's so mm-hmm. much easier if you're already at the place that has the thing that you want. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, so for all of the talk of online and Amazon, obviously, you know, it's changed the game. You know, over 90% of purchases still occur at brick and mortar. So, you know, there's mm-hmm. something to be said about having a tool that actually engages you in the buying mode, to your point. So I'm at the mall. I'm, you know, looking for shopping. I'm going to see this prize ad. I'm able to engage, have this great experience, get an incentive in my hand, and then actually, you know, increase the purchases for the, for our brand partners. Now, what's really interesting on that is that um, when you played at the kiosk, we actually gave out end-to-end coins when we did our testing last year. And, uh, you know, basically what happened is, let's say you played for Nike, you won 25 points, right? Um, let's say then you, you know, might have chose Victoria's Secret, right? You won another, another 25 points. So when you finished playing for, you know, those products and you signed out of your account, it said, congratulations, you've got you know, 500 coins on the Intuin mobile app. Download today to use those for gift cards. So what's really interesting is one out of six people actually downloaded our app and they continue to engage every single month. And now we're connected to you beyond the And then we can use all of those tools and, and you know, our platform to actually drive you back to the retail location. So that's what's exciting because you know, the scale part of our business is definitely on the mobile phone, but there's always a cross-lean you know, mobile. Absolutely. And that kind of brings me back to my question about, um, you know, how do the tokens play in so that you get these tokens. Some of the prizes, you know, you've alluded to, you can get free merchandise, you can get discounts. Um, or you can get these loyalty tokens. And the loyalty tokens you download for, for using on gift cards and things, do they go into the peer, peer, peer-to-peer competition at all? Absolutely. <laughs> You're spot on. So, you know, last year when we did the test, right, it was, it was just straight loyalty points that you could use for gift cards. And then, uh, you know, we looked at this, and obviously, you know, the world is completely moving to the blockchain space. And, you know, I've been involved in the space for quite some time myself. And really realize, like, this is a tremendous opportunity for us to connect a lot more usage, um, you know, to our tokens. So, um, you know, with the token side, you can use them for real-world goods and services. You can use them for gift cards, obviously. Um, and you can also use them for challenging your friends and entering into tournaments. So, you mm-hmm. know, the esports industry is, is blowing up. It's the fastest-growing sport. Um, there's literally a company called Skills. I think they'll do $200 million this year. And they charge you to enter into you know, um, you know, challenges where we're actually, you enter for free. So every time you play a promotion on our system, you're winning tokens. But those tokens go into a mobile wallet. And, the, you know, as you, you know, continue to gain tokens, let's say I have 100 tokens in my account, I can say, you know what, Juliet, I challenge you, words for friends, I challenge you for 100 tokens. You get a text message, says you accept Bobby's challenge, you say yes. And then, uh, you know, you play, whoever gets the highest score, Let's say I beat you, I take your hundred tokens, right? And so we really believe that that's a you know a powerful uh, you know not only a viral aspect of our you know mobile app growth, but it's just a, it's a trend, right? It's where everything is going, and uh, you know we're right on the cusp. Well, absolutely. Anytime you can engage your friends, because now you know your your business is being talked about among social circles. You know, oh, I beat him, and then they're talking about that, and you got your tokens, and then your friends who are not involved. Who maybe don't go to the mall Absolutely. and see these kiosks. Now they're like, wait, what are you talking about? And and it's just such another layer of of you know being involved in these people's lives. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's multiple touches, right? So everything, um, 
you know, how we've just become ingrained with social media. You know, the first thing people do when they wake up in the morning is they grab their phone. It's the dopamine effect. You know, how many notifications do I have? Clearing them out. So there's this whole science behind, you know, how we interact and engage with technology. You know, we look at it from that standpoint, but we also look at it from a value standpoint. You know, at the end of the day, we want to create something that provides value for, you know, our partners. Consumer, they're always winning. It's always on their terms. It's always products and brands that they love. Uh, for our retail location partners, we're increasing the sales of their tenants, and they make a revenue share off of our platform. And then for the advertiser, the advertiser is always winning because it's performance-based, and we're, um, you know, we're showing incredible metrics and driving them sales. And I think, you know, when you design a great platform, it has to work for everybody in the ego. So, um, yeah, we're really excited. I have to ask, so the, the information that you gather from people who are interacting with um, Createch, what information are you gathering and exactly how is it used? That's a great question. So, you know, as you engage on the platform, we always ask you one survey question before you play, you know, any promotion. And um, like I said, it's typically preference-based. Um, we do not sell your data. So, you know, our three core values of the company are trust, fun, and value. Trust being the first. We, uh, you know, we believe that we should treat our consumers like we treat our families. So we wouldn't sell our families that. Hopefully no one would do that. Um, mm-hmm. But what we do is we utilize that data to actually push promotions of interest back to you. That's part of what our patent revolves around. So, you know, um, we're using AI. We're using a lot of um, the latest technology to actually build a analytical profile around you. So. You know, over time, the platform actually starts to morph to what you like. And uh, the only time we'll actually give an advertiser your data is if you opt in. So, um, you know, let's say you play for Nike. Nike can ask you, would you like to find out more about Nike or, you know, join our mailing list? And if you say yes, then we'll give your you know, your email address, your mobile number over to Nike. But if you don't opt in, we will not sell your data. Fantastic. And so I think also a lot of times with companies that are collecting data, you're doing everything you can on your side to make sure you're protecting your clients and your customers. And people will opt into things without reading them. So I feel like as well, customers really need to be their own their own guide. You know, you need to make sure that you're always reading what, what something is being offered to you. And and I think that yeah. you know, don't don't just trust anything that you're that you're doing because you they're doing the company's doing everything they can to tell you exactly what they're gonna do and how they're gonna use it and then people get all mad when they use it in a different way because yeah. they opted in. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, so I'm 36, right? So it's interesting for me because I see both sides of it. So I have two little sister-in-laws, you know, 18 and 19 years old. Um, it's funny to watch them. They grew up in a generation where they just glued to their phone and they will sign up for anything. I mean, they give out their social security number if I just tell them not to. Like, it's just for them, sharing their data is just part of their life. Whereas in, you know, my parents' generation and, you know, people in their 50s and, you know, typically that older generation, they're very, very protective over the data because they know what it means, right? So I think, um, you know, a big part of our platform is obviously letting the consumer know we're not selling it. So when you sign up for the first time, it's a huge privacy policy that pops up, you know, your data is secure. You know, we take that very seriously because we, again, we don't want people to feel like that they're signing up. I hate signing up for promotions and, you know, I get 20 spam emails the next day and, you know, yeah, they just sold my data. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're really... Absolutely. So where do you see Priotech? You've got so many so many moving parts uh, that are all really ahead of the curve already. 
Where do you see Priotech going in the next three years or so? We're excited. Um, you know, for this time for us is a you know great time for our company. We have um, actually been around for a while. This is definitely not an overnight launch. Uh, it's been over eight years of building the core technology and then uh, multiple iterations and market tests. So, um, you know, now we're getting ready to launch in New York in September. So um, we have 300 kiosks that are going into in many of the top malls and hotels in uh, you know, the greater New York market. And um, we have significant partnerships alongside that. So we signed a deal with uh, CBS Media. And so um, their radio sales force and their mall media is representing our product. They have over 2,000 sales reps in uh, 42 markets in, in North America. And so um, you know, now when you hear radio ads, you actually hear our prize promotions on radio. So you know, they're the largest concert promoter in the U.S. Um, we're really excited about the reach that that's going to bring our app and also, you know, our user base. And then, um, you know, from New York, it's really launching into the top 10 markets um, as quickly as we can and scale out. You know, we're really excited about um, building up our user base. We believe we will grow as fast, if not faster, than Groupon just based off of our you know, metrics that we're already achieving, which is, you know, really exciting. And then, you know, obviously international expansion. I've been uh, literally over the last two months, I've been to 15 or 16 cities across Europe with uh, John Atarian from CNBC. He's on our advisory board. And uh, I got to tell you, it's every single country and city that we visited, we got offered to partner and, and to put kiosks out in um, you know, the different locations there. So that was really exciting. Um, so we just see, you know, definite growth and, and a lot of uh, a lot of new licenses and new, uh, you know, game titles coming on the platform, which is, you know, always, again, keep it fresh and new and exciting for the consumer. So, uh, a lot of good things in the store. Absolutely. And you know, what are some good ways for people to connect with you? So say, you know, a company wants to advertise on your platform or if customers just want to know a little bit more about you because they saw you in a mall and now they want to do some research, tell us the best way to connect and do their own research. Plus, if there's any way to connect with you on social media. Absolutely. Yeah. Hit us up on Priatek. That's P-R-I-A-T-E-K.com. Um, and we'd love to connect with you there. You can find out about advertising on the platform. Um, we're on social, you know, all social channels. You can also hit me up on LinkedIn, uh, Bobby Tinsley. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm pretty active on there and, and also active on Twitter and uh, Facebook. So uh, love to connect and, and definitely uh, look forward to continuing the conversation. Bobby, thank you so much for joining us here today on Future Tech Podcast. It's been, it's been really fun chatting with you, and I'm excited to see these machines in a mall near myself so I can go ahead and start licking up some tokens. Nice. Nice. Looking forward to it. Thank you guys for having us. We uh, we really appreciate the opportunity. That is Bobby Tinsley. He is the co-founder and EVP of innovation at Priya Tech. This has been Juliet Lamar with Feature Tech Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast both to review to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.